Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care the Podcast. And I am so excited about today's show because have you ever been on one of those MK slash TCK related groups on social media? The like the number one GIF, the number one joke is uh, this picture, let me. I'll just describe what I'm thinking of. Like someone with like sweat dripping off their face, their eyes are wide and bloodshot, and they're looking over this thing. And you're like, they look like they're dismantling a nuclear bomb, but they're just looking at this, you know, a computer screen or a piece of paper or something. And on the screen is the question, "Where are you from?" And they're like, they're just petrified over like, how do I answer this question because it's so complicated. And TCKs laugh at this um, in pain and empathy because. We know it's a complicated question, and it's there's just a lot going into it. So, on the podcast a while ago, I had said jokingly, or maybe not jokingly, but not entirely seriously either, wouldn't it be lovely if someone out there would create an origins algorithm to just so that we could just explain mathematically, like, I'm from such and such a place, and I know because that's what the percentages told me. Well, two days later, I get this email from someone named Jane Hines saying that she had created my algorithm. She sent it to me, and for the first time in my life, I entered in my, inf- my information, and I found out where I'm from. So, Jane, number one, welcome to the podcast. And number two, tell us, Jane, tell us, where are you from? Well, I'm so glad to now have an easy answer to that question. I am about 37% from South Africa, about 25% from the U.S., about 20% from Jordan, about 13% from Norway, about 4% from Israel, and let's throw in an extra percent to round out the full hundred for all of the vacations my family took in Syria. Guys, wasn't that like a painless and mathematical answer? Isn't this fantastic? Oh my gosh. So I have to tell you, though, I'm one of those TCKs who would always sweat it out whenever anyone would ask me that question before. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've finally gotten to the place where I'm comfortable with the, the question, but only after like working through it with TCKs and transition seminars multiple times. I've finally gotten to the place where I can tell my tell my story in a uh, non anxiety producing way. But it's been it's taken some work, definitely, definitely. So, um, Jane, tell us about the algorithm. So. First off, let me just say that my my fromness is very complicated, and it goes back generations to where my grandmother probably didn't know where she was from. My mom has some confusion, and I was definitely mixed up before I was even born. So the from question has just always been really awkward for me. And so when you... When I heard you on the podcast mention the idea, I was like, that is so brilliant. I just have to do that for my own personal satisfaction. (laughs) Just have an answer. And I'm very into math. I have a bachelor's degree from Caltech. Um, I teach math recreationally for our, um, a math club for a private school that my church runs. I've done recreational math clubs for homeschoolers. Math is just really my thing. So, And guys, when I, if you're like me, when you hear her say that she teaches math recreationally, like for fun, you know that she's into math, right? Like that alone is, that alone is all the qualification that you need. 
But you see, math is that one thing that doesn't change when you move to the opposite end of the planet. It might have a few cosmetic differences, but it's sure. really it's this constant that you can hang on to and rely on. What language you're speaking could change. How they spell words can change in really annoying ways. You go from being the spelling bee champion in one place to getting like. Not A's in the next place, and you have this yeah. huge identity crisis. Math stays the same, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Jane. You can keep 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 telling us about uh, keep telling us about the algorithm. So basically, my reasoning was a lot of where I consider myself to be from comes from my parents. So, in my general strategy, the general strategy is about thirty percent of your fromness is just where are your parents from, and then the other seventy percent is you growing up. What was your childhood experience? So, within the thirty percent, we're giving half of that to mom and half of that to dad. Fair's fair. And so, in my case, my dad. Born and raised in South Africa, his parents were born and raised in South Africa. His grandparents were the ones who immigrated from England to South Africa. So, Dad gets 100% South Africa. Mom, this is where the complicated part of uh, my family's background starts. My mom's grandfather was a Norwegian sailor. He hunted whales for a living. And his travels brought him to South Africa, where he settled down and started working in the whaling industry in Durban. And my grandmother was born in Norway, but she grew up in South Africa. And so then, when she was all the way grown up, she was like, "Well, let me go back to Norway and see where I grew up." And she met my grandfather, and they got married, and then they moved to South Africa. They had my mom, my I think my grandfather like missed snow or something, and they moved back to Norway. My mom grew up in Norway, so in choosing where my mom's from, I said, "Well, she's probably about seventy-five percent Norway because she grew up in Norway from the time she was four till when she was nineteen, and then she uh, moved back to South Africa afterwards." So I decided mom's about twenty-five percent South Africa, seventy-five percent Norway. So I put that into the algorithm. Yeah. Then that takes care of my parents, and then for the rest of it, where I grew up, and so then there's um, the remaining seventy percent. I broke it down this way. Um, so about five percent of that seventy percent is going to be where you were born. The next five percent of it is going to be where you spent your first five years. Then let me just double check because I've got it open here.、Uh, the next was about、um, yeah, twenty percent of that was where you spent age five to ten. Fifty percent of it is ages ten to eighteen because that's really where you're forming how you see yourself, how you see the world. I feel like ages ten to eighteen is just really huge in your perception of yourself and the world. And so that gets fifty percent of the remainder, and then the remaining—doing the math in my head—the remaining twenty percent, I gave fifteen of it to where you've lived as an adult, and then a discretionary five percent for if there is a place that you feel 
particularly attached to that didn't come up in where you've lived. So for me, I added a little bit of that extra weight to Norway because we'd go on family vacations there all the time. We'd, you know, my my mom's whole side of the family lives there. So that's, I felt like it needed a little bit more weight than it was getting. And I added a little bit of weight to Israel because although I was only there from age one to four, I, um, when we lived in Jordan, when I was a teenager, we traveled back there several times. My brother lives there now. He's an Israeli citizen. So I feel some amount of attachment to Israel that's more than it would be if I just lived there from one to four. And then I added a sliver of extra also for Syria because we frequently, like every long weekend practically in my teens, we would travel over from Jordan to Syria and explore the beautiful sooks and ruined cities and stuff in Syria. And I just feel really wrenched when I look at the news coming out of Syria. And I felt like there needed to be something to account for just the the unhappiness I feel about what's going on there. So I, I added an extra little bit and that gives me the 1% from Syria. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of things that stand out to me just from what you're talking about and from the example of your um, your version of the origins algorithm. Number one, um, I think it's really interesting that you gave significance to where your parents are from because I feel like fromness is something that we sometimes create for ourselves and sometimes it has to do with where your parents are from, where they're living now, where your siblings are living. I've heard people say like, you know, I'm from such and such a place, but my siblings live in such and such a place. And they give you this look and they don't actually say it, but what you mean is, so I feel like I have an emotional association with that place, even though I'm not from there. That's a part of my fromness still, right? And so, yeah, family definitely plays a strong part in your the emotional association that you have with places. Thought number two, I love that you put that little percentage at the end that, you know, you get to like add weight to certain places. Like, you know, I think that some people are going to like, you know, well, I met my spouse in this place and I had my kids in that place. And like you said, you see Syria on the news and your heart goes out to them and you realize I've got a stronger emotional attachment than, you know, hey, I visited this country and, you know, had a vacation there or something like that. So I, right. I, I lo- when stuff happens in Iraq or Turkey, I pretty much don't care. I mean, sure I care, but not really. Yeah. Whereas there have been times where I've been in tears seeing yeah. what's in Syria yeah. because of the longer time. And half of the really cool stuff from the Middle East that's in my house is stuff that we bought on vacation in Syria. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that. And then also, final thought, I think it's really cool that you talk about where you were born too. And I think that like you can have a strong an emotional association or not, but you can. And I've heard so many people talk about where they're born in the where are you from question. Um, just because kind of like you were talking about math, how it never changes. So too, where you were born, like that fact is always just going to be, you know? And so you can point back to them and be like, yeah, I was, my, my journey started, my journey started in South Dakota and it's been complicated since then, but South Dakota <laughs> is where it started. So 
Yeah, right. I love that. And I think with my family history of my grandmother was born in Norway. So once she grew up, she went back to Norway to see the place. My mother was born in South Africa. So once she was done growing up in Norway, she went back to South Africa to see the place. My brother was born in Israel. He moved to Israel as an adult. I mean, I'm not sure that there's a direct causality, but I think that, I mean, he spent only two years in Israel as a baby, but he still felt that connection to the place that kept him coming back. Yeah. I, oh my goodness. Yes, definitely. Okay. So tell me, Jane, is it just me? Um, maybe this is just because I went to the hospital recently and I had to fill out the form explaining like, you know, you have to talk about yourself in these forms, or at least I do. And they're like, what ethnicity are you? And what you know, demographic are you? I struggled with that a little bit. Did you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I hate that. Oh, I, I could fill up the entire rest of the podcast because you were looking at a white South African. <laughs> yes. There might possibly be some misconceptions floating around about how white South Africans see the world and mm. how the world might see white South Africans. So you're African, but yeah. you're white. I am just an immigrant from Africa. Blowing, does that believable? Just no. blowing stereotypes here. Come on, Jane. We have some we have some white South African in our history as well, and I always want to like give a nod to that. Like I have a little bit of African heritage, and I think that's cool because I spent time in Nigeria growing up. But I don't know if it's fair to say, you know, on the forum, like I'm of African descent. I don't know if I can say that or not. I just don't know. I'm the jury's still out on that one. Yeah. Well, you know, I went from being African to being American. I didn't attempt to retain dual citizenship, even though it would have been possibly amusing in some circles to be able to say, well, technically I am African American, yeah. but no, I, I just, I didn't want to do the extra paperwork because the whole citizenship thing is paperwork. Oh my goodness. I believe so, it. The extra paperwork to keep my South African citizenship when I applied for U.S. Yeah. Not. Yeah. So let me ask this question, Jane. With all of your cultural heritage and the emotional attachments that you have to different places, uh, now that you have the origins algorithm in front of you, how much do your emotions agree with the outcome? They really do. I was I was surprised. I thought I was going to have to do a lot more tweaking, but it actually worked. Like my gut feel about percentages seems to have panned out pretty well. Mm. So I'm I'm pleased with it. You know, I, that was kind of my reaction too. I was pleasantly surprised, a little bit, maybe a little bit like taken aback, but pleasantly surprised. In that, I've only spent a year or two in Washington State. Yet that was one of the places that I put in, and my both of my parents have a, have a, have ties to Washington, and the you know where am I from? Number one place came to Nigeria, which is where I spent a significant amount of my childhood, and that made a lot of sense to me. And then place number two is Washington, and like I said, I've only spent one or two years in Washington total, um, but. It was second place, and I thought about that, and I realized that makes a lot of sense because I've got so much family there, extended family. My parents are from there, and so even in our time in Nigeria, it was sort of that was part of our where are you from answer, and 
I was thinking about it, and you know, I now I live in Oregon, which is Pacific Northwest, so just you know, a, just across the road, so to speak, um, across the river, more like. And I thought, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Like emotionally, I would say number one, Nigeria is my from story, even though I can't always use that in conversation and um, be relational. Number two, Pacific Northwest is is it. Um, Number three is Chicago, and I think that was a lot lower, but that's okay because Chicago's kind of weird, you know, all that snow. <laughs> well, I live in Hawaii, so I can completely understand not liking snow. We moved here to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. How long have you been in Hawaii? Four and a half years. This house that I'm in right now is the house that I have lived in for longer than any other house in my entire life. Oh my goodness! And four and a half we're probably, years. We're probably going to move back to mainland at some, probably this summer. That's the plan. Okay. okay, that's four and a half years is a nice long run, though. It is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll be five by the time we plan on moving. Mm. So, um, do you feel do you feel at home in Hawaii? Somewhat. I mean, as at home as I feel anywhere. Yeah. And really the place that I felt most at home ever was Caltech, a student of Caltech. It was just a bunch of other nerds <laughs> would stay up all night arguing about how such and such a friend couldn't actually build a space elevator and he thought he could. And it just, it was my tribe and it was fantastic and I loved it. And it was four years long, and then it was – actually, I took a year off. So it was five years long, but then it was over. And coming back for alumni events, I realized this actually isn't where I belong anymore because I'm no longer sweating it out in the classes with everyone here. So, okay, well, that was nice, but it's over. But one thing that's really kind of – become more real to me, I think, as a TCK than it would have if I'd been monocultural is just the fact that this earth isn't where it ends. We're actually made for heaven. And not belonging, not really fitting here is just a reminder that this isn't where it's permanently going to be at. And heaven is really home. And that's where we're headed if we've trusted Jesus. So. Yeah. It's good to have that faith that the best is yet to come, right? And it's good to have the reminder that um, it's okay not to feel 100% comfortable anywhere. Um, I kind of feel like, for me personally, um, you know, be different people come from different faith traditions and whatnot. But for me personally, that takes some of the pressure off of trying to fit in. And that like, you know, maybe I'll never fit in, but that's okay. I'm going to pretend like I fit in. And even if I don't have those feelings, make the most of, I'll make the most of the situation um, because like you said, you know, the best is yet to come. And so I can hope for something better. So, yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Um, so if, as we're kind of wrapping, wrapping up the show, Jane, I wanted to ask if now that, you know, you are a TCK, you've obviously thought a lot about your journey and your heritage and your experience. Um, you're raising TCKs as well. Um, what advice would you have to for other TCKs? Just how do you live life well, live life abundantly? 
Well, I think for one thing, family really is kind of central in terms of if you have a really strong, healthy, close family, and then that family suddenly finds itself in a different place, it's it's really a huge blessing to have a strong, warm family relational environment. And in fact, that's one of the main reasons I chose to homeschool my children is that um, we are together, we are kind of the constant. And so even if everyone around is suddenly completely different and weird, or like happens that the neighborhood we live in right now in Hawaii, my children have taken some flack for being white um, because of some of the history of how the U.S. took over Hawaii there is a certain amount of resentment about that. And so, I mean, my kids have gotten bullied, but we are the safe place for them to come back to when things don't make sense outside to, to be that safe place. And I think just talking as openly as you can about struggles that you're having, man, I really miss such and such a place and not trying to brush it off and be like, Oh, but isn't this place wonderful? Be like, yeah, I understand that you miss that, that that's hard. Mm. And I mean, realize if you're moving your kids around to a different place every few years, this is not easy. This is a really hard thing that you're doing. And they probably need more grace. They probably need your saying directly to your kids, hey, I know that this is hard. I get that this sucks. And yeah, just, just let them know that you get that it's hard and maybe even share that you yourself are struggling, that you miss whatever it is that you miss about the place that you came from before. Yeah, definitely. Two things come to mind. Number one is that as you're doing that, you know, as a parent is talking with a child, number one, they're encouraging reciprocation. So they're saying, I can talk about the hard things and the sad things and the happy things too, and like celebrate our victories and that kind of thing. They're encouraging reciprocation from their children to say, hey, I've given you some some hard things that are you know in, in my heart. Now you can give me some of yours. And number two, they're modeling too, right? And saying, hey, it's okay to express um, sadness and grievances and we don't we don't have to shove our feelings down. You can actually let that out and it's safe and it's healthy and it's normal to let that out. So yeah, that's such good advice. I really appreciate that, Jane. Good word. And I think one other thing to realize is that every society has a whole bunch of unwritten rules. Yeah. Things about what you wear, where you go, how you interact with people. And if you're raising TCKs, your kids do not know those rules. Because... <laughs> <laughs> They just haven't been surrounded by them. There are other rules that they've been surrounded by. And so there may be some things that you just have to be really, really explicit about. Okay, in this culture, actually, it's not okay to wear shorts in public. Yeah. So don't. Mm. Or those those sorts of things just don't ever assume that your kids know what the rules are because they probably don't Mm. so just being clear and explicit with as many of the rules as you can be to give your kids kind of a a jump start on figuring things out 
And especially when you move back to your home country, there's going to be things that you know because you've sort of always known them, that your kids are just going to be clueless. Yeah. And so again, with giving them grace, mm -hmm. they actually didn't realize that that was a completely inappropriate way to talk to somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, uh, thank you so much, Jane. Number one, for reaching out to me. Number two, for creating the official al Origins algorithm. And guys, I cannot stress this enough. This is the official Origins algorithm. So if you've not done it yet, we'll find a way to make it accessible to you um, so that you can take this too. So that we can all just like tell people what percentage your fromness is from. Or you know what I'm saying. This is the official Origins algorithm. If you've been waiting for it, wait no longer. It is here. A math person who teaches math recreationally has gone to the trouble of creating it for all of us non-mathematical people to give us a modicum of certainty about where we're from. So, Jane, thank you so much for reaching out, and thank you for um, doing the algorithm for us. This is fantastic. And thank you for taking the time to talk with me on the podcast. It's been really enjoyable getting to know you a little bit. All right. Thank you. You have been listening to TCK Care, the podcast with Stephen Black as we share stories and strategies for supporting TCKs in all walks of life. And today we are supporting TCKs by providing the Origins Algorithm. If you would like to get your hands on a copy of the Origins Algorithm, reach out to me on tckcare.com slash contact. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to get that resource into your hands and I would love for lots of people to take this and to use it and have fun with it and to be challenged and educated by it too as it was for me that was my experience anyway so hope you've enjoyed listening hope you tune in again next week we will be back i will talk to you then see ya <laughs>